0: Hey guys welcome back to the Peachy Preacher podcast. This is a bit of a strange one because let's face it these days aren't particularly peachy right now. It's hard to see life and other matters through a peach colored lens and people are a bit cray. Um, Everybody's going insane (laughs) and I didn't want to do a podcast on COVID 19 or the coronavirus, I really didn't want to go there. Mainly because I'm not a health authority and I don't want to be over here giving out information or unsolicited advice. I think, like most people, I've been in the middle of this whole am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? Am I reacting in a normal way? I don't know. Should I be doing something? Should I be not doing something? Should I be keeping my kids home? You know the situation is changing so rapidly that we can be feeling fine one day and then panicked the next. It's just full on. I I was in the supermarket yesterday. Um, I just ran out to grab a few things um, that we actually needed that evening, because you can't say you're stockpiling at the moment. But I did just go out to grab a few things, and when I got there. there was a a small crowd forming at the back and I just asked the lady next to me, oh, what's happened? And she said, oh, apparently there's toilet paper. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I thought, well, you know what? We can do with a few rolls. So I stood and I'd waited and everyone was really actually quite nice. Um, And it was just maybe about five or six of us. And then as more people started to come into the supermarket you could kind of hear the whispers. Oh, what's happening? Oh, there's toilet paper. Oh, no way. And so then the line started to form and grow and grow and grow. And I think there was about maybe 30 people in the end, just standing and waiting at the back queue for toilet paper, but everyone was quite nice. They're all like, let's just be calm and civil about all this. I just, I still can't believe that we're having these kinds of conversations about toilet paper, but we are. And so anyway, they started to hand out, you know, one roll per person and And then we all got a pack of toilet paper. But there were some crazy people, I have to say, who were going, grabbing their one pack of toilet paper, putting it in the car and then trying to come back and do it again. But the staff warned to them. So that's good. But yeah, I can't believe how many people are just... Just going insane. I mean, the world has gone mad. So, these are definitely uncertain times. I asked your thoughts about it all um, on my social media on Instagram the other day, and there were actually quite a few responses from people, especially people who were worried and really concerned concerned for the health of themselves, um, concerned for the health of the elderly, and people in their life who are maybe immune you know, who have um, immune disorders or are immunosuppressant or anything like that. So there are people who are genuinely worried for their health and the health of others. Also, people who are worried about the economy. I mean, just on that note, Anthony and I are actually looking to buy and sell at some point. And all those plans have just been suddenly thrown up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen. People who own small businesses, I know so many are are really genuinely worried about the financial state um, coming out of all of this because just two weeks without business for a small business, it can be so detrimental and we need more than ever to support small business. So Go ahead and do that. I know I, I do own a small business. I own Koo, Um Lifestyle. We sell baby wraps. But, you know, it isn't our livelihood. We do have jobs. But go out and support small at the moment. This is the time that they really, really need it. Not just for the individuals themselves, but also the economy. It really does um, boost the economy when we're supporting small businesses. I know a lot of them are, are living week to week. So it's it's really important. For work, I actually had to cancel two large events, two of our biggest events of of the calendar, uh, and it's, it comes in there in June, but we had to make the decision to cancel them from now. And I it was really hard calling suppliers and canceling because I mean they've had so many of these calls in the last couple, well, actually in the last week really, but it was hard to cancel that, and it's also going to be difficult for our business. We're a not for profit. A lot of our income comes from those two large fundraising events. But this is just where we find ourselves at the moment. I'm self-isolating from work. So I'm working from home at the moment. So all of this being said, I didn't want to cause too much worry. But I, of course, understand the concern. Um, I haven't been particularly concerned about my health. And I haven't been that anxious. But then, I guess, a couple of days ago, I think it was, I spent a lot of time listening to the radio, watching the news, scrolling my news feed endlessly and reading every single news story I could. And then suddenly I really started to feel anxiety rising up in me and that hasn't happened for a while. And I struggled to get to sleep that night. I woke up fearful and panicked. I woke up fearful and panicked for my kids, wondering if I should send them to school. It it really actually started to affect me. And it's not been an easy start to the year for our kids. I start, I started to speak to them about it as well. And I didn't want it to come from a place of fear or worry, but I think it started to. And it's not been an easy start to the year for them. I mean, this year I've had to talk to my three and five-year-old about droughts because it did affect us. It affected how we used our water, um, how we just used what we would normally every day without worry. I had to talk to them about droughts. I had to talk to them about fire. I had now I have to talk to them about viral pandemics. It's actually it's messed up how much I've had to speak to my children about things that they really shouldn't have to concern themselves with at such a young age. And the other night, my three year old, three year old woke up crying hysterically in the middle of the night. I think it was about 3 a.m. And when we finally un- like understood what he was saying and tried to calm him down, he was screaming, mommy, I need to wash my hands. I need to wash my hands. And he actually wouldn't calm down until we washed his hands. And look, it might sound funny to a lot of you listening, I guess kind of is, but it was really un- unsettling for us. Like my three-year-old having nightmares about washing his hands, like waking up screaming, about washing his hands because he knows that there are germs and viruses going around at the moment. So it's a really interesting time to be a parent. Um, in 2020, it's just been crazy. I don't know what you guys have experienced. My son, even the other day, was drawing just a bunch of pictures and it was all of fire. And I was like, Max, what are you drawing? He said, oh, that's fire and that's the fire near our house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not good. So yeah, it's a really interesting time to be a parent and and we're really trying to navigate that balance between making them aware and helping them through this and talking to them about their emotions and their feelings through it all but also you know not stealing their childhood away with all this negative talk so I started to think about through all of this what we're feeding off Because fear, anxiety, worry, they all feed off themselves. And spend enough time around those things, and much like a germ or a virus, you'll eventually catch it and it will start to grow. And I want to be open and honest with my kids, but I don't want to dish fear up to them. They don't need that. And what you're feeding off will most always win. So the other night when I was like randomly in furiously scrolling through my newsfeed and reading. I'm starting to feed off the worry and fear that much of the media is feeding us because honestly, at the end of the day, like I was in media, but I know how it works. They still need to make money. They still need to sell papers. They still need to sell advertisements. And so clickbait is still happening. It is rampant, especially in this time. And they're going to do what they can for those clicks. So don't feed off it. Don't feed off into that negative energy. Yes, we need to be aware. Yes, we need to know what's happening and read the important things. But we can't be constantly feeding off it all. Going to the supermarkets to fill our trolleys, spending hours reading all of these articles and even reading the statuses of other people and what they're doing and how they're freaking out and worrying You know, we need to keep others safe and healthy, but we also need to keep in, you know, good, honest communication so that our emotional health isn't affected either. You know, we're not just stockpiling food right now. We're stockpiling fear and we're bringing it into our home. We're bringing it into our hearts and our minds and we're bringing it to our families. We're building so much anxiety at home with what we're reading and watching and doing and how we're reacting and we're not even realizing it we're not realizing the effects of it and what it's creating and subconsciously we're feeding our souls with a hell of a lot of worry and if you feed worry enough it will start to direct your actions it will start to affect your mind it will start to affect your body it will start to affect your relationships your relationships with your kids Worry is fine in small amounts, obviously, but it can lead us to really irrational behavior, which I think we've all witnessed firsthand just in this situation and with people stockpiling. If there's one thing I can say, don't share unhelpful posts or articles that aren't credible. I mean, it's just fueling a lot of the negativity. Don't fuel that kind of negativity. If you really honestly feel the need to share something, Always ask yourself, is this helpful? Is it true? Is it credible? It's so important that we are asking ourselves this so we are not feeding someone else's anxiety. We don't know who is reading this at the other end, what they're struggling with, how their anxiety is hurting them and how their depression is hurting them. We don't know what it could do, how it could fuel them. So be careful. Ask, is this helpful? Be the person who shares help or hope in all of this. Share a bit of joy in all of this. We need to be aware, of course, but sometimes it's really important to switch off. If it is affecting your mental health, switch off. Unplug. Take time out. Spend time with your loved ones if you can, if you're not self-isolating. Call someone to chat. You know, I heard something the other day that was... For every hand you don't shake, it's a call you need to make. So for every kind of physical um, you know, distancing we're doing and all of this, let's not be socially distancing. Let's for every handshake we're not shaking, let's talk to somebody, call someone, message someone, let's feed into the good stuff. Call someone to chat and ask them if they're okay. Hell you know what? Give someone a roll of toilet paper. That can be an act of kindness this week. You know, this epidemic is feeding us more distraction away from the things that really matter. Yes, I'm not downplaying what it is, but it is still feeding us distraction away from the things that are important in our lives. Use your nervous energy to do something good, you know, draw, write, feed that energy in an, in a useful way. You know, you guys know how much I hate hustle, how much I hate hurry and rush and being caught up and swept up in things that are taking us away from the 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 good things and the true things in our life. And I believe if there's one thing that we can take from all this, it's to slow down, to really slow down, to really take stock of what you're doing, what you're reading, what you're saying, who you're speaking to. Take stock of what you're de- doing and what you're feeding off. And if there's one thing that we need to be doing in this in this time, it's stockpiling hope (laughs) find a bit of joy pray C.S. Lewis said this he said if you want to get warm you must stand near the fire if you want to get wet you must get into the water if you want joy power peace eternal life you must get close to or even into the thing that has them and I love that Go to the source of these things. Go to the source of joy and of peace. Take, your way, take yourself away from the things that are causing a bit of anxiety. Unplug if you need to. Prayer is so powerful and you don't need to be a Christian to stop and to talk to God. His ears are always open. He is always listening to our prayers. You know, prayer is so powerful, so important. And, he, you know, his heart is aching just as ours is. He doesn't like seeing people in pain and in worry and in fear. He wants to see people, you know, just as... Um, to, he wants to see them peace-filled and not anxiety-ridden. And I've just got a little um poem that I wrote not too long ago that I want to share and I think it's um yeah, it can give you a little bit of peace in this time and it's this. Your mind can rest, your hope can rise when you whisper words above. Those honest thoughts from your hungry heart will surely find their way to love. Prayer. You know, prayer is really powerful, really important and it doesn't have to be, you know, anything fancy. We don't need to have it written down or you know it doesn't have to be eloquent it's just honest thoughts from your heart that's all it is and so we can use this time to pray we can use this time to find rest and find hope and find peace and i know that it sounds difficult but take a step back look at what's happening around you take care of the people that are with you and let's just all use this time to slow down and love the people around us well, and be kind to one another. Well, it sounded like Ellen then, but honestly, it's a really important message. So I really do hope that you're having a great week. I hope that you're healthy and well. If there's anything you need, or if there's anything you need prayer for, absolutely contact me, and I would love to help and support you through this all. But have a lovely week, guys. See you later. Bye.